0: First time I ever preached from this text, my uh, girlfriend was with me then, and uh, later on she became my wife, and uh, she still remembers this text. I'm going to read it to you in just a moment, so I want you to turn to Acts chapter 27 if you have your Bible, and we're going to look in there, Acts chapter 27, and it's about a ship ride and a great journey that Paul had uh, loosed from Crete. Now, he didn't want to loose from Crete, he told them that things going to be dangerous out there. But you know, they had a bad habit in those days. They didn't want to listen to the preacher. Did you know America wouldn't be in such a mess as she's in if she'd listen listened to the preachers, brother? I mean the real preacher. She wouldn't be in the mess, mess that she's in tonight if she'd listened to the preachers. But they don't have time today, and they're too busy, and they're too worldly, and they're out to the world without any time to hear God's man and what God says. But old Paul said, don't you lose some creatures, you're going to get in trouble. And man, they had not gone very far until they got in trouble. Now, would you stand with me? Let's read the scripture all over the house. I want you to look with me, Acts chapter 27, verse 18. And we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest, and now notice, the next day they lightened the ship. And the third day we cast out, now notice, with our own hands, the tackling of the ship. And when neither the sun nor the stars in many days appeared and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was taken away. Now, let me look this way. I want to tell you something. There's still hope in America. But if we keep going like we've been going the last 10 years, there ain't going to be much hope for this country. Now, you put that down. We need to do something now. And it's no time to back up. Listen, what the scripture said. And when neither the sun or the moon, uh, that all hope was taken away, we'd be saved. Now look at verse 21. But after long absence, Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Sir, she should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete, and to have gained this harm and loss. Now I exhort you to be of good cheer. That's an awful time to be happy. Some of you can shout when everything's going good, but when it gets a little dark and the storm comes, bless God, it knocks all the shout out of you. Amen. Some of you can shout on singing, but you're preaching, you can't do much shouting. Amen. That's right. And the Bible said uh, that Paul uh, said uh, that you have gained this harm in law. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. He said, just let's shout a little while. You want me to tell you something when trouble gets to piling up on you. If you'll just take about three minutes and praise God, I'll tell you just holler his name right loud and uh, say, Lord, that's your name. I want you to hear me. I'm going to tell you a name. He ain't ashamed of his name. Tell him his name once in a while. Bless God. Tell him his name. He likes to hear it. Tell him his name. I like that. And most of you, you won't admit it, but you like to hear your name. Praise God. You like somebody to talk your name. Amen. All right, I won't stay on that long. It's knocking all the shells showing up look what the Bible said. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but the ship, but of the ship. Said everybody's gonna be saved. said, so you don't have to worry about that. Now I've read in the Bible that all the church is gonna gather over yonder. Not one will be missing on that day, so quit worrying about it. God's gonna take his young uns in. God's gonna deliver us on the shores of deliverance. And we can, we got that promise. And we can praise God for that. Now notice what he said. For thou stood by me, this is verse 23, uh, this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. I like that. Bless God. That'll put a shout in your soul. Now, verse 25, and then I'll stop reading, and we'll pray, and we'll bring you the message. Wherefore, sir? he said, Now, after all you've heard this. Now, let me give you the bottom line. He said, Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God. You know what the trouble of the rich grass is? They don't believe God like y'all. You know what your trouble is? Bless God, you don't believe God like you should. You know what my trouble is? I just don't believe God like I should. And he said, I believe God that it shall be, even as it was told me. And children, if you'll stand on that. Bless God! You won't falter and flop around and be down today and up tomorrow. Yeah, God said it's going to be this way, and when God said it's going to be this way, it's going to be that way. Right. Now We preach this all for years, and then bless God when He comes, we stand up and say, "I didn't know." Well, what'd you preach it for if you didn't believe it's coming like this? The Bible tells you the last days there'll be a coldness in the land. Right. Amen. 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 The Bible tells you they'll won't endure sound doctrine. They'll teach, to teach a heap to themselves, teachers, having itching ears. God. They want you to brag on, pat them on the back. Tell them, come on to church and everything's going to be all right. But, brother, that's not what the book says. Books book said there'll be a few. Thank God, God's got a few hungry saints around. God's got a few that won't take the, the devil's counterfeit. The Lord's got a few that want to go with Him. And I believe tonight, if you're saving with God, you're on. Listen, you're on good territory. Bless God, if you're a shipwreck, you're in trouble. That's all what the book said. But I want you to be seated. All of the house, if you will, beloved. I want you to bow for just a word of prayer. Father, we thank you tonight for this good camp meeting. The blessings have been able to come. I thank you, Lord, for the good church and for the dear pastor. I'm glad for all the preachers that have gathered here tonight. Oh, God, they're hungry. I pray that you'd feed them. I pray not only for the preachers, but the laymen, the precious ladies, the men, the boys and the girls that have come to hear from from heaven. Now, Father, if we just hear from man, it'll be no good, but if we can leave here tonight and say we've just heard from heaven, and it's all right, thank God, I'm glad I've already heard from heaven, and it's all right in the Father's house, blessed be the name of the Lord, I'm glad that you're still on the throne, I'm glad that you're still God, I'm glad that you're still running this thing, and you're taking care of your own, so I pray tonight as we come to bring the message, our uh, father you'll speak to every oh God if there's a man that's near, uh, near hell and uh, there's a man here tonight that doesn't know God uh, I pray the sweet spirit of God shall arrest him uh, and bring him to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, I pray tonight if there's a saint uh, and oh God they're dwelling in Egypt and they're still in bondage uh, I pray they'll cross over Jordan uh, into Canaan's fair land uh, and praise God that they'll walk in victory before before they leave this church. Bless old Christ, Bless Brother Jimmy and our Father. Bless us and we come to preach the word of God and we'll praise you because we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Beloved, I want to speak to you on the old ship of Zion. I know nothing that thrills me more than to talk about being on the right ship, having the right captain. I'm glad praise the Lord as I travel over the sea of life. I'm on the old ship of Zion. Its hull has been battered and it's beaten in. But thank God it's landed many a million. I want to tell you it's never lost a one. You don't have to worry if you're on the old ship of Zion. Thank God I'm glad I got on board. And you say, how'd you get on board? By faith in Jesus Christ. Thank God he paid the price. He bought my ticket and I'm going through. I'm glad and praise the Lord for the old ship of Zion. And Paul gives us an illustration of sailing with God. Let me say something before I get into the message. Beloved, assures us, a God in heaven, if you sail with God, I want you to know there is no danger of going down. Nobody ever went down to sail with God. I've heard people say the church is going down. i got news for you. We're going up. Praise God. You don't have to worry about that. And I hear people say uh, that the devil's going to have the victory. Oh, listen. I've read the last chapter. Glory to God. I'm glad the church is triumphant. And you know why? Because grace, uh, it was that found us. And grace, bless God, saved us. And it won't run out. Hallelujah. To the Lamb, praise his name. But Paul said we're going to sail. And they sailed. And it got, down. it got stormy. It got so bad for 14 days. And they couldn't see a sun or a moon or a star and they'd given up hope and they said we're going to sink and many of you may feel at times out on the sea of life what's the use to go to church what's the use to try to serve God what's the use to try to pray and the devil will tell you everything on the sun but when it looked hopeless I'm glad old Paul said excuse me and he went back and got a hold of a headquarters in heaven God sent an angel down. And the Bible said that angel said, go out there and tell him to have a shout spell. You know the best time to praise the Lord is in the time of adversity. It's in the time of persecution. It's in the time when you're down. That's the best time to praise God. And old Paul came out and he said, everybody be of good cheer. I see a sailor look over and say, how are you going to be of good cheer? My wife will going to be a widow. My children. are going to be orphans. Paul said, that's what you think. He said, I just got a message from heaven. He said, it's all right. And God's going to deliver everyone that sails on this ship. I got news for you tonight. God's going to deliver everyone that's on the old ship of Zion. You don't have to worry about it. Now I want us to examine the old ship of Zion. I'm going to give you seven things about it. And if you have your pencils with you jot them down. First thing about it, it has precious cargo. I want you to know there never has been a ship that ever sailed the seas of life that's got the cargo that this ship's got on it. You say, what's it got on it? The household of faith. The redeemed of God. I'm glad there's not a hypocrite on board. I'm glad there's not a man or a woman on board, mister, that hasn't been put. washed and redeemed. And somebody said, well, who's on? I'm glad the jewels that God's collecting up and the family of God. I'm so glad I'm in the family of God tonight because they make up the cargo on the old ship of Zion. I remember a while back I went down to the coast. I saw a big ship coming in and they said it's coming from Brazil. I said, what's it loaded with? They said coffee. I saw another ship over there, and they said it's from Japan. It's got cars on it. And I'll tell you, the Lord got the blessing me, Johnny. Heaven came down, and I said, there's another ship out there that only the saints of God can see. It doesn't have coffee on it. It doesn't have cars on it, but it has the redeemed. Thank God the second born crowd, the folks that have been saved by the marvelous grace of God. I'm glad for that cargo. You may May be ashamed of me, but I'm not ashamed of you, because the same blood that redeemed me, thank God, redeemed you, and we'll be nothing outside of Him. We nobodies, but thank God, when we're in that ship, redeemed, we somebody. I want you to know, bless God, a family of God, somebody. Do you know that? And the people run around and they act like, well, I'll tell you, I'm just a little old Christian, no. Revelation 1 says, uh, we've been made kings uh, and priests with him. Oh, uh, brother, if that don't put you in something, I never will forget years ago, I was in Jordan. And as I stood there in Jordan, King Ozane was about, I guess, 18 years old. He's an old man. Uh, and they started blowing trumpets. And I said to my guide, I said, who is that? They said, the king's coming And boy, listen to me. They had that chariot. And I looked down there, and King Hossein, that young man from the Jordan. I was in Amman, Jordan. And you know, as he rode by... All those Jordanians were waving and the Holy Ghost gave me a nudge right there in that place and said, son, you're a king. You're a priest in God's household. Praise God. I want you to know it's blessed tonight. And somebody said, preacher, what about the cargo on the old ship of Zion? It's precious, redeemed, saints of God. They're on that old ship. Secondly, It has a precious pilot. Hallelujah. He knows the way across life's sea. I don't know the way when I get up in the morning, but I'm glad the steps of a good man praise God are ordered of the Lord. I don't know the way I'll in the fog. I don't know the way in the storm. I'm glad he walks the pathless sea and praise God he makes a way for you and he makes a way for me and he knows where the dangers are and all you've got to do Turn your life over And say Lord I made a mess out of this thing I got wrecked every time I started to turn my life But you take it over And you guide it And you direct it And brother God bless your souls When we turn our life over to the pilot I'm like the little girl I ride airplanes all the time Boy I'll tell you it's wonderful Somebody said aren't you afraid you're going to fall Well if I do I'll give you a paradox You know what a paradox is it's saying two things, opposite in one sentence. If I do fall on an airplane, when I'm coming down, I'll also be going there. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. I want to tell you, if you're saved, bless God, you're going up. Amen. You may be going down, but you're going up. I never will forget several years ago, I was in Monroeville, Pennsylvania, and they rushed me to the airport, and I got out there to the friendly skies, and they held up the plane, and they pulled me up beside the plane, and I got on and sat down. The little lady was standing there, and she said, Welcome aboard. I said, I sure am glad I got on board. She said, your name and destination, please, please, sir. I said, my name is Jackson, and I'm headed for heaven. And she liked to drop that little old pencil. And she said, what did you say? I said, my name is Jackson, and I'm headed for heaven. She said, I hope you don't go today, brother. (laughs) I want to tell you something. What a blessing it is. We got a pilot that guides us across the sea of life. And thank God he knows the other end of the tunnel. Thank God he knows what to expect tomorrow. I don't know what to expect tomorrow. I'm glad he's the pilot. And he knows he's trod that path before. There are no strange places to him. I'm glad he's already been there. There's nothing strange that can happen that he doesn't know. Because he knows before it happens. And that's a blessing to have a pilot that will guide you across the sea of time. Uh, but right in airplanes, I'm like the little girl, and she's sitting right up next to the c- uh, cockpit. And there's a lady. She was in one of the Baptist churches. And she was in all the circles and squares and everything else, meeting her circles. And, and she was so religious, sitting back there. And that airplane hit a pocket of air and the thing fell about 50 feet she said oh lord have mercy we're going down and the little girl just sat there quietly and they went on a little ways and they hit another air pocket and the airplane fell another 50 feet that woman of the missionary society said oh lord i'm gonna scream and then she reached up and tapped the little girl and said honey how come you're not scared said didn't you feel this thing fall twice several feet she said sure did but said "Lady." My brother's the pilot up yonder, and it ain't never fallen when he's been the pilot. Oh, I want to tell you, bless God, when you see the thing starting down, my brother's in the cockpit. My brother! It's the pilot on the old ship of Zion. And thank God we don't have to worry about it. Aren't you glad you say, preacher? What about the old ship of Zion? Has a precious pilot. Number three, it has a anchor that'll hold in any time of trouble. Now I want to say something to you. If you love God, you're going to have some trouble in these last days. I tell you, I used to think that everybody's going to fly. And just fly through heaven without any scars and without any battles and without any trouble. But the more you love God, the more battles you're gonna have, and the more faith that you have, the more the devil's gonna try your faith, and the devil's gonna be after you all the time. Oh, you hear me? But I got an anchor. You know what the Bible says about that anchor? It's my hope. Thank God, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, Hebrews chapter six. I'm glad I got a hope. It's an anchor. And they did good to know. Praise God when the storm gets to reach you, Just put your hope in your anchor overboard. And thank God it'll hold you. After a while the sun will shine again. After a while. Thank God the clouds will roll away. Oh, it's wonderful to know that we have an anchor which is sure and steadfast. And you don't have to worry about it. Praise God that shouting ground to me got an anchor. Well, oh, God a hope. Let me tell you if you got cancer tonight, you've got a hope that you'll be healed. If you're here bankrupt tonight You've got a hope that you can start all over again If you're here tonight And the devil's wrecked you home You've got a hope that you can start over again Oh hear me tonight I tell you I wouldn't want to live Without the hope I've got the hope Bless God That's built on nothing less Than Jesus' blood and righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest friend But holy lean On Jesus Name. And brother, that whole thing will stand in the case of trouble and shouting down. Hallelujah. You want me to tell you something? I hate funerals. I hate weddings. I really do. I don't like weddings. Well, I don't like getting married, enough, folks. There ain't enough trouble out getting married. Say amen. I don't like funerals. Don't give, I like that resurrection and life crowd. <laughs> Boy, I like that crowds of living. I don't like dead churches. Bless God, I don't like dead singing. I don't like dead preaching. I don't like to be around something that's moving uh, and exciting uh, and vibrant with life, brother. Uh, I believe we ought to be alive. Uh, thank God. But let me tell you something. When I go to a funeral and a boy's lying in a coffin, maybe killed on the highway, you know. I had a friend of mine, he's killed and he's drinking and on a motorcycle. And I was preaching at that funeral and that little old mother, I wish I could have helped her. All the time I was preaching, she just looked like she was saying, Brother Mays, give me a little hope. Give me a little hope. Give me a little hope. And I couldn't give her a bit. But oh, when I preach a funeral of an old saint of God that's weathered the storm, held high of the bloodstained banner, praise God that's walked where the saints of love lie deep. I want to tell you something, Johnny. What a blessing it is to preach that kind of funeral. Oh. I was preaching at my daddy's funeral. My mom was sitting there. I just quit preaching. Went out and shook her hand. I said, which hope we have? Ooh, I said one morning uh, I said the trumpet's going to sound Bless God the bridegroom's coming for the bride uh, That old graveyard's going to open up uh, And the saints of God are coming out of there uh, And brother that's going to be a hallelujah time uh, My mother just clapped her hands uh, Oh let me tell you something I went on out to cemetery and It was mist and rain that day And I never will forget And I sat down between my mother And my brother And then I got up and finished what little part I had at the grave. And my daddy was a wounded veteran. And I turned it over to the Army. And over there, just a little ways, they started blowing a trumpet or a bugle. But before they blew that bugle, they started and gave him a a gun salute. And then they started blowing that bugle. And I looked out, and I punched mama. And I said, "Mama, the next time they sound a horn for Dad, bless God, it won't be it won't be taps, it won't be goodbye. Thank God, it'll be good morning. I'm glad. Thank God, they're coming out of." I said it's going to be a blessed time and I want to tell you something. That's the hope that we have. Titus said looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Some of you ain't looking but I am and he's coming back and the Bible says blessed are they that look for him. Oh, I'm so glad we better be looking for him but we got that hope. Aren't you glad you got a whole thing. It's bad. I remember several years ago, I was walking down the hall in the hospital, and a little nurse said, are you Maze Jackson? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, I got a man down here. I want you to see if you you have a little time. So I went on down, and she introduced me to the man's wife, and I said, God bless you, ma'am. Can I help you? She said, my husband is healed of cancer. Said, the doctor says, there's nothing wrong with him. But said, he doesn't believe it. And he won't get up out of the bed. Said he's lost all hope. I said what did you say wife? She said, he doesn't have any hope. I said to the man, mister, let me tell you something. The doctor, the nurse standing here's got to chart. God's healed you. Get up and go home. He said, no, I've lost all hope. And I want to tell you, that's the saddest room I was ever in. I want to tell you, if it had been me lying there in that bed and a doctor said, get up, honey, you're all right. I said, praise God. I'd have jumped over them doctors and nurses to get out of that place. I'd have run down the hall and shouted all over that police I want you to know I've got a hope tonight and when you talk about the great ship of Zion that old ship that's landed many a million praise God we have an anchor so and then we have a wireless telegraph system in the old ship of Zion you know what it's for it's to contact headquarters I'm glad, glory to God I don't care where you are tomorrow You can contact headquarters Amen And you know I just got through a while ago Contacting headquarters And I got a message back And God said tell them everything's alright In my father's house And brother everything's alright In the father's house And we can talk on the wireless telephone system You say, did anybody ever use it? Yeah, there's a Baptist preacher that ran from God. God swallowed my whale. (laughs) <laughs> and three days and three nights later, he dialed up heaven. He said, I'm tired of the gassy juices and the seaweeds, and I'm talking to headquarters. And God said, hang up, son. That will gets the sick, you'll be delivered in a few minutes. Oh, Jonah had the wireless telegraph system. Bless God, he old con- oh, Daniel was in the lion's den, or the den of lions, and they're smelling around and God said, Daniel, you ain't got nothing to worry about. I've sent my angel. And he had a he had a a key. A skeleton. It it, it locks and unlocks anything it touches. Uh, And said, "It's got every one of them lines locked." Uh, Said, "They can't even lick their jaws." Uh, Said, "Bless God, I want to tell you all they can do, smell." And I want you to know, praise God, uh, my Bible says, uh, "And Satan is as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour." He knows who he can devour, who he can't. I told my wife, if the devil ever takes a bite of me, he'll get spiritual indigestion. Say amen. That's as sure as your name's what it is. I'm glad. Thank God there's victory. And old Daniel used the wireless telegraph system. And brother, he got a hold of heaven. Oh, yes. And Paul and Silas in the midnight hour, they didn't have enough money to pay out, but they had enough faith to pray out. Thank God. They, they right at midnight. Now, you know, God is always ready to get your call. And at midnight, they called up headquarters and the Lord said you just go ahead, and uh, you and Paul sang a little, shout a little, uh, and said, I'm going to send an angel down there, and he'll grab each side of that jailhouse, and it's going to rock off his hinges." Uh, and bless God, you're going to be set free, and the Bible said there's an earthquake, and the doors flew open, and the doors came open, and Paul and Silas were set free, you say, why? Because they use the wireless telegraph system, I'm glad that on the old ship of Zion, there's a wireless telegraph it 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 don't cost you to get the operator. <laughs> oh, thank God! Have you ever called us, honey? See. I'm sorry, it's busy. The lines are all busy. You'll have to call back. Well, I'm glad I've never dialed heaven and got a busy son. I'm glad he always picked up the phone and said, Go ahead, son. I'm ready to hear what you've got to say on the wireless telephone, brother. And What a blessing it is to have that wireless telephone. I never forget, I had a fellow came and preached for me. And he's dead now, but he he's the prayingest fellow I ever saw. I mean, he prayed all the time. Now, he, he believed that verse where it said, pray without ceasing. Uh, we had one little boy. I was passing over there at church, Baptist church. And uh, I, I told Brother Phillips, I said, you want to go to a hotel? They didn't have motels back in those days. I said, you want to go to? No. I want to stay here. But after he prayed 24 hours a day, we had to get rid of him. Because I didn't lie about it. I would not use 24-hour praying I was used to about 10 minutes a day about like you do. Say amen, bless God. Hey, you get down and they'd like a big toad and a little toad and they'd come all the way into the kitchen, all the way into the dining room, all the way into the living room, all the way to the front porch and Dot said, you got to get rid of him. said, he's praying this while he's going to kill us around here. So I put him in a car. I took him down to Davis Hotel in Columbia, South Carolina. Got him a nice room. Went up there to get him that night and there was one of the bellhops. He's up there listening you know to the door, the transit and I said, what you doing? He said, that man's crazy. He said, did you know he ain't stopped praying since you you brought him here this morning and, and, and said did you know something else said I want to tell you something said when they came in to clean up his room said he asked him to sweep out a little corner so he could get over there and pray while they finished cleaning up his room said he didn't even stop praying while he was cleaning up his room I, I said well I got to get him he's got he's got to go to church and do some and he'd pray half of the sermon I mean he'd just stop going to pray and, and I'll never, never forget he said now Maze you're coming up to Shelby to help me in a meeting I said really he said yeah you are so I went up there to help him and he had one boy service and he was on one of these submarines that was carrying secret we- weapons and very dangerous and old Harley said to his wife, uh, we ain't been able to get in this meeting. Mason has been here three nights and we've had the brakes on. Said, I know what you you worried about our boy and said he's going to surface out there in California, but the Japanese have mined it and I'm afraid he'll be blown up. But he said, I'll tell you what we're going to do. And it was lunchtime that day. He said, "I'm going down here in the woods." And he said to his wife, uh, you, "You, just, you just, you and Mae." He said, "Let May' bundle to the church office and rest. I'm going down there." So he went down the woods and came back at a quarter of five. And boy, when he came out of them woods, he was waving out handkerchiefs and saying, "I've just heard from heaven, and it's all right now." And you know what he said? When he got up there, he said, Mays, his wife said, Harley, don't tell that in church. Please don't tell. He said, I can't wait to tell you that. He said, I went down there, and God put that ladder down. He let Jacob climb, and I climbed up that ladder. I climbed over South Carolina. And I climbed over Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, and Texas, and said, I was climbed all the way to, see like, California, and said, that submarine came up without a scratch and without a bomb touching it, and my boy waved out and said, Daddy, it's all right. And he said, I want to tell you, I'm shouting because I used the wireless telegraph system, and said, my boy's all right. And boy, she couldn't accept that. We went to church that night, and Harley danced all over that platform and shouted and said, I've just heard from heaven you the wireless telegraph system and my boy's going to be all right and the next day was eating about 1230 and the mailman came and he tooted his horn so we knew some important mail and he went out and uh, Harley did and uh, he said honey you come get this he knew it was a telegram from his son. It's a little yellow envelope, and his wife grabbed it and opened it up and started shouting. And he Harley said, "What are you shouting about?" Said, "Listen, at three thirty yesterday, our time, said that old ship pulled in that submarine, and he's docked and he's all right." And she just started shouting. She threw that thing around, and she said, "Harley, why aren't you shouting?" He said, "I shouted yesterday, when I." I got my telegram from heaven. Thank the Lord. I'm glad. Praise God. I'm glad that the old ship of Zion has a wireless telegraph system. Here's something else. Write this down it has a whistle. Or a foghorn to let the other ships know which course it's coming in on. I want to tell you something. You know what? You ought to let everybody know which course you're coming in on. Brother, we've got to think some backslid today. People say of God and the church and the blood and the Bible until they don't let the rest of them know which way they're coming in. I want you to know I'm going in on the old-fashioned way of the old ship of Zion. I'm going to sound that foghorn. I'm going to sound that whistle. I was with my wife's, I was with my wife's uncle, Captain Bolton, in Charleston. Boy, you know how he got saved. So if you give out tracks, don't get discouraged. We gave him a track. He was head of a ship, and we gave him a track over at Wilmington. I was in a meeting, and he put us on the ship and fed me and the preacher. We left him a track, and he got saved reading that track. And boy, when I came down to Charleston, he said, "I'm going to take you out to the Navy Yard." <laughs> I want to show you some ships. I said, praise God. I'm going to tell you about a ship. Praise God. That you ain't never heard anything like. And we got out there, and there was an old abandoned ship. And it had one of them old big whistle things on it, horns. And I said, I said, Captain... Uh, what's the matter? That thing up there? Don't believe it? Oh, he said that. Why that horn wouldn't blow? He said if you'd pull that string, it's got so much rust and it's got so much of the world in it. All it'd do is. <laughs> I said I know some Baptists. Bless God! And when they pulled her <laughs> whistle, oh, they just. <laughs> it's full of the world And it's full of the devil But the Bible said Let the redeemed Have the Lord say so Let you sound that horn for Jesus Let him know which way you're coming in What a blessing it is well, I want to tell you, to sound that old horn to Let them know Several years ago Me and Ralph Sexton A couple of boys was over there And standing up On, on that great mount Called Mount Carmel and as we stood up there we looked down saw an old ship coming in. It had a bunch of refugees, Jews on it. And when they got close to see that mountain, they started waving and shouting. And old Ralph got out there and got to dancing and waving and shouting. And I said, What you do? He said, They're getting home, son. And there's a hollering, there's a blowing horns. I want to tell you, they had every kind of whistling as a blowing it. And Ralph said, Let's get us a horn and go to blowing. Praise God, we're headed home. And we ought to let the devils crowd the world and everything else. No! we're coming home and what a blessing that is thank god to let the redeemed sound off let the redeemed stand up let the church be counted let the church stand for the thing that's right and brother listen you'll come out on top we're on the old ship of Zion. not only is there a whistle and a falter but there's a tug i stood there with captain bolton he said you see that big ship out yonder? He's waiting on the turn. He didn't know the Holy Ghost is eating me out. About the time he said that, and he said, "Watch it, and watch it." And some of you, if you go with us, we go at the last week in uh, June this year. We go on the Emerald Seas, the most beautiful ship. We go. I've been seven times, and every time we start in. A little old tug comes out and tugs us in. That's the prettiest little old sight you ever saw. He brings us right into the port. And when we, oh, oh, he's just there to meet us. But I stand there that day in Charleston, down there at the shipyard, and Captain Bolton said, watch that one. He'll be tugged right up here. Uh, that little old boat just tugged him right on in. Uh, and he said, Did you ever see anything like that, Maze? I said, Something a little better. And he said, Well, what's better? I said, if you'll turn to uh, over to the book of Luke, uh, I said in chapter 16, uh, it said the beggar died uh, and angels tugged him in. Here, and praise God. I said, you don't have to worry. There'll be angels that'll tug you in to the point of hell. God. I'm glad the Bible said when Stephen died, his face looked like that of an angel. And Jesus stood up and he looked over and welcomed Stephen home. I want you to know i got a tug tonight. One of these days, that tug's gonna, gonna tug me in. And praise God, I don't have anything to worry about. If you're saved and if you're on the old ship of Zion, there's a tug. He'll tug you in. He knows the way to pull you right on the home safely and what a blessing that is but let me mention the seventh thing and that's uh the It's got a gangplank that's wide enough for everybody to get on board. I'm glad I don't have to get up and preach a ship that can just take a choice view. I'm glad the Bible said in Isaiah 45 and verse 22, Look ye all the ends of the earth and be saved, saith the Lord. I'm glad the last promise in the Bible of salvation is the Spirit and the bride say come. Let him that hears say come. Oh, let him of thirst come. And whosoever will, that gang plank's wide enough. It'll take the old. It'll take the young. It'll take the educated. It'll take the uneducated. Brother, the old ship of Zion has got a gang plank wide enough to take the whole world. Jesus died, and thank God He let that gang down. And what a blessing! Let me show you something. Years ago, we were. In the Holy Land, we came back, and we stopped over in Switzerland. And we were down at Zurich, and they were loading a ship. And they thought they had enough room. But when they let the gangplank down, 500 and something got on. And the captain said, that's the limit. And mothers were left, and fathers were left, and children stood there and cried. Because they didn't have no more room. Well, I'm glad I don't have to do that. I don't care if he's around. When they let the old gang gangplank down, I want you to know, come ye that is a first, and ye can't drink. Oh, the Bible said, come, whoever you are, come unto me, and you can find rest for your soul. Thank God, he said, come all, what a blessing, that gangplank is wide enough to give the whole world an invitation. What a blessing, come ye sinners, poor and needy, Jesus' blood can make the vilest sinner clean. That's shouting ground, that's shouting ground. I see that old ship coming up. And as it comes up, I was preaching in down here below Gadsden one time. The 1,700 people were there, and a quartet was behind me, and I said, Fellas, I can see the old ship of Zion pulling up. Is everybody on board? And when I pulled that old ship up and let that game playing down, what a blessing. I said, Look at it. It shoot out of Calvary. It's as old as the Rock of Ages. Thank God it's the old ship of Zion. What a blessing it is, my friend, to get on board. Is that the old ship of Zion? I'm glad, because we want you to cut it on. Now, if you will, and we want him to sing the old ship of Zion. Listen, as you see her come in, somebody said, Preacher Mace, what does it look like? It's battered. And it's bruised. But thank God it's shoot out of Calvary. It's as old as the Rock of Ages. And thank God it's going to take us on in. Listen. Yes. Do you remember that night when you stood on the bank? Thank God. I've see <laughs> Hallelujah. When, I saw when I saw an old ship that was sailing, it's a pretty ship I ever saw. <laughs> is that the <laughs> oh, I see? Oh, what a blessing it is. It's home Listen. was bent <laughs> and battered been a, been from the but thank God it's still safe. Oh, well, thank God. You
1: don't have to worry
0: about it. It'll take well, you all in. Yeah. Hallelujah. But that old ship of <laughs> Zion. <will carry laughs> oh, yes. Is that the old ship of Now, listen. I want you to hear this. Song. At the stern of the shield. Was <laughs> he's got nail prints in his. Hand. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hallelujah. thank God he's got eyes that can see across us. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> that. Oh, <old laughs> <tree laughs> hallelujah! It will never He'll never. This way hallelujah! It'll never, hallelujah. Yeah, I'm going to step on board. I may step on soon. Praise God, I'm ready. Anytime he said, come on, Mace, I'm going to step on board. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: I want you to bow your head beloved all over the house thank you brother thank God for the old ship of Zion I'm glad you came